Welcome to the year we started a podcast. It's a podcast born Phoenix-like from the ashes of last year's podcast where we sometimes mac out, max out my recording. Uh, I'm sorry if that hurt your ears. I am Sometimes your we also Jeff. mac out. Sometimes we mac out. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. And I didn't let you finish who you are, so. That's fine. And yeah, but well, it doesn't matter because this is our podcast, Nick. One and both of us are... I don't even know where I'm going with this. Uh, we have uh, a podcast where we like to talk some, about some of the things that are fun and interesting to us, despite the fact that we are half a continent apart. Nick, I have some things to talk to you, so we need to get to this. Uh, is there oh, anything? Shoot. Is there anything you need to get out of the way before we get going? Uh, no. Go. <laughs> Perfect. Good. All right. Thing one. Uh, we mentioned this in our Patreon podcast, Nick. I'm not super happy about the events of the, uh, you know, the old March Madness uh, stuff. Nope. Wichita nope. State, we just lost, uh, given a good couple hour break between then and now uh, to be able to recover. Uh, it's not been a great time for me, I will say. I, I tried to like th- make it feel like I wasn't as upset as I was uh, in our Patreon podcast because that's a... <gasps> Don't that's worry, I can feel the pain. I yeah, can feel no. it coming through. <laughs> <laughs> the the pain the pain is here march sadness is a real thing i am a little bit glad that i get to get it out of the way now but i cannot tell you how disappointed i am to have nary a team to cheer for i sorry which my I, friend which is a little bit condemning because uh i live in kansas i'm not sure if you're aware of this nick i do live in kansas uh, do, do there's, there, is that right? There, there is another Kansas team that sometimes people cheer for. Uh, specifically, <laughs> it's not Wichita State in basketball. Not, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, you can you can look it up after the show. Uh, okay. I just there was a time back in 2008, I believe it was, where I would consider myself a t- a fan of this particular team, uh, but I just. Since I went to the school that I graduated from, Nick, I just I can't like I can't fake it anymore. Oh, I am you're Wichita, one of, I'm a Wichita you're one of State those fan. people. I can't. Oh, you like the school you went to? Uh. How dare I? <laughs> <laughs> Have oh, you tried going frick. to a different school that has no sports ambitions? Because that's working out great for me. Hey, and- Nick. Here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> we need to stop because uh, here here's what happened. I got a little bit upset about the fact that my team was no longer in the tournament. Uh, I my Chiefs lost in the Super Bowl. We got knocked out in the very not even the first round. We got knocked in the freaking playing round from the freaking March Madness thing. I can't. I I have no sports stuff to cheer for for the freaking next like half a year. So. I was a little bit upset, so I told my wife that she needed to figure out our intro topics if she wanted me to be happy. And so, <laughs> here are the intro topics from my wife. Here I just want to let you know that women do too much of the emotional labor as it is, and you, this is just you perpetuating the issue. <laughs> please, <Continue>. please <laughs> do not, please do not give her more ammunition. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, thing one, Nick. What is something that you are selfish about? Uh, and again. I was last week willing to go first if I need to, but what's something wait, wait, wait. selfish about just in life or like in my relationship? Uh, like, or no, 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 like that you like you just really don't want to compromise on. Like it's just like oh man, I just this is the thing that I do for me, I, or this is the thing, this is how I like things. Uh, <clears throat> my, my my workout habits and my like friend habits are like very like. I mean, I do compromise on them, but I I do it very begrudgingly, and especially my workout habits. Like, I don't, I'm not like the most active workout person. I'm not like the fittest guy you'll ever meet or anything. But I want to ride my dumb bike when I want to ride my bike, and I want to get on the treadmill when I want to get on the treadmill, and I want to get on the I want to lift my weights when I want to. I, I'm not going to do it around everybody else's life. I don't care if it's my wife or if it's my dad or my brother-in-law or whoever. I like all those people. They're all great people. But you you, do it. I'm not. I'm not so uncertain that I'm not married to you. Uh, oh. that, that is literally my wife's answer to. Hold on. Can I just say that I am pretty sh- certain that you're not married to me. <laughs> well, thanks for the clarification uh, for myself okay, and our, our listeners. Um, my thing is, <laughs> which is much less. Uh, my thing that I get annoyed about is when we have joint chores to work on, such as cleaning the house. I'm just, I, I'm the sort of person, 
I'm like, okay, no, 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 don't go there, Nick. Like, I, <laughs> I'm more than happy to do that my makes part. Makes me want to say, uh oh, more. Could, 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 could you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm more than happy to do my part. However, I like to do my part with my uh, entertainment, and my entertainment is podcasts, and my podcasts are listened <laughs> through my ah. AirPods. And so here's how it goes. Like, okay, what do we need to do? Okay, we need to clean the house because the kids are finally asleep. Uh, the house is a wreck. I'll do the downstairs. You do the upstairs. I'm like, okay, perfect. And then I put in my AirPods and listen to whatever podcast I'm listening to. And then it's like 0.4 milliseconds later, one other random conversation piece. And like I take out like because I can't hear because I have the AirPods Pro and they're noise canceling and I have that on by default. And so I can't hear anything. And so like we just started doing this. And then I like I put the AirPods in like, I'm like okay, cool. I'm going to go clean the downstairs. And then I can't hear anything. And then Katie's like, oh, oh, you were listening to your AirPods. Uh, etc. I almost said blah, blah, blah. And that would be very rude. Uh, very intelligent and uh, important thing to talk about currently. And then I'm like, okay. And then I respond. And I put Can my I AirPods. That, can I just say that I, I don't think that it's like offensive up, to say Nick. blah blah blah. It's like Stop. an etcetera. It means Stop. etcetera, but I, I liked your save there. It was a good save. And then and then it's like okay, and then I move on, and then I have my uh, AirPods in, and I can't hear anything because I'm cleaning up. And then it happens again, and like I I can't help but be annoyed because I hate cleaning up. It's my least favorite thing, but I know that it's my uh, responsibility as a good part of our. Uh, of our relationship as a spouse that's trying to take care of this household. And I, 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 I'm happy to do the thing, but man, like, I just don't like being interrupted. So I definitely don't passive aggressively take out my headphones and say, what did you say every single time that that happens? <laughs> it definitely Damn. doesn't happen like five or six, seven times, uh, when we're doing things. And my okay. wife, okay, go ahead. No, so I just want to let you know that one, if, if you, uh, it's good that you're not here because if you did that to Jen, she might break you. She might actually like hurt you physically. And also, I am, oh and I know this because like Jen. So, uh, so I sometimes will just not hear her. I think that I have bad hearing. I don't really know or care. But like I, and I think she's just like kind of a soft spoken person. But like. Sometimes I don't hear her, and if I don't hear her enough times, then I've, like, ruined the evening. It's just the end of the day. Okay. All right, I heard this one. I said one more time too many times. It was more than one more time. It was three times, and I apologize, and it's just, I ruined it. Okay, let me me take myself off the broiler here. So, here's one thing I really don't understand. Uh, and I don't know what the what the actual physiological reasons for this happening are. Uh-huh. I feel like if my wife yells for me <laughs> in any part of our house, I can hear it perfectly. And I can match the volume and intensity of that yell no matter where it is, no matter how loud or how quiet it is. And there is just – apparently there is a threshold at which there is no <laughs> loud – yelling that i can do to match that that somehow i can hear it like i can hear her but there's no way that i can like i i could i could find a fire truck level loudness uh uh megaphone and not be able to have my wife hear me on the other side of the house or whatever it is i don't understand what it is i understand i I understand i've got i've got it figured out okay Okay. You know how some people lose their hearing because of concerts? That's my like self, my self uh, diagnosed, uh, yeah. diagnosis yeah. for myself. Yeah, your wife has lost her hearing because you and I are very loud. But you especially, you are a loud person. I love you. You're great. You're loud. <laughs> I, am. I am too. I, I am too. So, so she just lost her hearing. And when you're too far away, it's not her fault anymore. Okay. So, Nick, here's a funny thing. I've known my entire life I'm a little bit loud. You're the first person that's ever t- told me I'm loud. And it's a little bit hurtful. <laughs> but like, it should be extra hurtful because I am annoyingly loud. I am like, like you're not I, you're not too loud for me at all. By the way, I, I'm not I'm not uh, complaining about you as a co-host or a friend or anything like that. But you are loud. <laughs> I am obnoxiously loud. So <laughs> at least you have you got me beat. At least you're not as bad as me. So don't worry. Please save my feelings, Nick. <laughs> they're, oh, I mean, they're Jeff, damaged. No, you're not loud. No, I you're was not loud. just okay, joking. Okay. We gotta keep going, Nick. We're we are we're already into this podcast. I have yep, four things we to talk about. I think I skipped one of them. Who knows? Who can Who keep can track? Say. 
the other thing is my wife, again, I told her that she needs to figure out these topics. She also wanted to know what the best day of the week is. I know what the answer is. You go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Saturday. Saturday's best day of the week. Okay. Is it? Okay. Saturday's I, best day of the week. You don't have work in the okay, morning. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. no uh, you don't have work in the you morning. Don't have work in the you don't have crap okay, to deal but, with but, but, for but, the next but, day. But, 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 but. Yeah, what? Yeah. Okay. What would you give second place to? Um, I, I actually want to say Friday. Okay. Oh, Friday. That, that is the right answer. So good job. You've, you've <laughs> answered correctly, at least on the top two. But is not Friday the best because you, you get through it and you know you have Saturday the next day, which I, I know maybe a little bit, uh, like <laughs> saying that Saturday is the best day, but knowing that you have this glorious thing, uh, you know, in the future. In front of you. Because like on Saturday, the next thing you have is the one that's before the last one. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. I feel like you still have like long work days on Fridays. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like that's just you still have enough responsibility and like I don't get to go do the fun thing on Friday. You get the relief. You definitely get the, the you get a bigger feeling of relief on Friday, but you don't get to go do the fun thing. So I kind of feel like Saturday's the best day. Okay, I actually completely agree with you. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. <laughs> Um, okay and then this last one was my son's uh question uh who i didn't anticipate uh participating in our podcast let me into your world he he stated and i thought it was a very interesting question slash statement i'm not it's hard to tell sometimes little kids whether it's a question or a statement uh all roads connect (laughs) we were going down we were going down a road, and I asked. So we have a fun thing that we do where I ask him if he wants to go the secret way to our house, which is taking some back roads to our house, or if he wants to go the normal way. Spoiler alert: uh, the four and a half year old always wants to go the secret way because it's a secret Secrets. way. It's a but, secret. <laughs> but there is a extra extra back roads way to get to our house, and so I've started doing the thing where I ask if he wants to go the secret secret way, and he asked me. How do you get to the secret, or how do you get to our house from the secret, secret way? And I'm like, well, you, you go down some roads, and be like, and he, he's like, actually, you know what? I understand because I'm pretty sure all roads connect together, right? I just, I love. Can I just tell you that that is actually like a really astute question, like for a four year old to like have figured out, but like it also, it's such a thing that we take for granted. But yeah, like I'm pretty sure that like every road in mainland america is probably connected right like because it you know what would the point be of like oh this is highway 237 but it's you know you you do have to go in the dirt and off into a field for half an hour to get to highway 237 that's that's the exact thing is like i mean okay so first off i thought like wow of course that's actually true i've never thought about that and then i googled it and of course it's the internet so there are like some absolutely obscure exceptions to the rule Uh, right right you can if you want to talk about like nonsense that is a complete one-off right but if it's if it's a one-off that's connected to anything that's like a major road then then yeah and even minor roads, you can basically uh, like safely assume that any minor road in northern Canada will be able to get itself to any minor road in South America. And that's, that's kind of cool. It, it's it's way more interesting than I would have thought because that require. I mean, multiple things. I mean, there's the fact that these are multiple nations or in uh, the case of Canada to South America, if you go to the Southern tip, you're talking like probably a dozen nations along the way, but there there's just no spot in like in our road system on any continent that you really have much of a gap where you would not be able to get to any other particular road. You may have to go way out of your way to do it, and there may be very small exceptions on like farming communities and stuff like that where they ride non, but like all those sort of things are all like non, yeah, like non car cars. Like that's likely where you drive your farm truck to go from one farm thing to the other farm thing. There's no like, oh, I want right. to go to some place to another place that actually doesn't connect to anywhere else. It, which, 
in hindsight makes complete sense because like definitionally a road has a purpose and that purpose is to take you to another place. And if there is no other place to go to, there's no purpose for that road. And if you, if people can't get to you, there's no purpose for that road. So aside from very, very few exceptions, roads are all connected. And it took a four and a half year old to really make me think about that. And I thought that was freaking crazy. That, that, like, is, that was so cool. That is crazy. And it's awesome. Like, I have a big, I just want to let you know your kid's smart, smarter than, smarter than you. But. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I love it. Okay. So, Nick, that was my uh, four topic intro. I was going to say trifecta. That's not enough. <laughs> Quad septa. Quadfecta. Yeah. Quadfecta. What do you call it? like we're not gonna worry about it we're not gonna worry about it okay nick i've talked about random topics enough i would like to dive into the topic that you have uh here that i uh, think my wife may be a little bit interested in too potentially nick this is a little thing this is a very small thing but i just want to like have so we got a peloton me and jen got a peloton um because we are you know like we want to be posh. I we want to hate, be smart. Uh, I yeah. hate having to edit this out for my wife. So she doesn't know. <laughs> Wait, what? Just kidding. She, she knows. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. So we got a Peloton, and uh, we've both been using it a lot, and I really like it. Uh, have you used your Peloton? You guys have a Peloton. So we don't have a Peloton. We have a Schwinn something something three, and it is not a Peloton, obviously, by, by the okay. name, but we use the Peloton app. Uh, and by we, I mean 90% to my wife. That's actually pretty generous for me. I'd say 98% my wife, 2% me, uh, use the Peloton app, which is significantly uh, less expensive, but not exactly the same experience as you get with the, the Do you still get the lessons Peloton and proper. stuff, is, I assume? Is that what you like? basically get out of it, is the, the lessons? Uh from the app or, or the classes, I should say, not lessons. I said, yeah, lessons. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, classes. the whole point of the Peloton app, as far as I'm aware is for us is the, the classes. Yeah. You get Got all it. the classes and it's like 10 bucks a month or something like that. That's man. That's really not bad at all. The, um, no. Okay. For sure. And so do you like the classes? Do they work for you? Like as a like motivational tool or like an engagement tool to keep you kind of connected? That is such an interesting question, Nick. I, uh, generally speaking, am very averse to uh, canned classes, like meaning like a person trying to entertain a bunch of people into working out. I will give that exception, though, and this is like contrary to I'm, I'm contradicting my own self, where I say I I don't really listen to music a whole lot these days. If there is, so there are two rides that I have found particularly. Uh, like I can't help myself but get a good workout in because of them, and that is the Hamilton ride and the Queen ride. Uh, I think the Queen ride Wait, is the an hour Hamilton long. ride. What am I doing with my life, dude? Jeff, I might need to go. I might need to go. Do you 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 freaking need to do it? And like I'm again, like I said, like I'm not the sort of person who really gets motivated by people on screen being super motivated, uh, but I. There is good, like, despite myself, <laughs> there is good music that I can't help but try hard to. There's probably some other different 80s music stuff on there that I would be incredibly motivated by and I wouldn't be able to help myself but try hard. But otherwise, generally speaking, that doesn't really do it for me. Uh, especially, like, I remember back in the day when, like, my wife and I had first moved out and I was like, I don't know, 19, 20 years old, and there was like P90X it was really big at the time. <laughs> I just, P90X. I freaking could never do P. Like I definitely did do it. I just, uh, I, I did the <laughs> the bare minimum that, uh, like, I just never. It was just never my thing. I think I missed that time frame by just a little bit because to me P90X was just a really silly commercial. <laughs> it's way too drunk. <laughs> way too you. <laughs> It was, though. It well, was. You have to also imagine that I'm, like, 16 at that point, right? Like, if you're 19, I'm, yeah. like, 15. So, like, when you're doing it, I'm watching the commercial as, like, a way too cool for school, I'm, like, 15-year-old. I'm cringing myself just, so hard. I know. About I, I'm cringing at you. Don't worry. I'm, but, like, also, <laughs> 15-year-old Nick was especially cringing at you. Like, get a oh, hold of this man. guy. Ooh, Mr. Tryhard over here. <laughs> 
Well, screw you, 15-year-old Nick. You suck, yeah, too. <laughs> I agree. He does. Okay. But more importantly, okay, so this is the whole thing I wanted to talk to you about was the classes. Um, so I'm enjoying the Peloton experience. Um, Jen's getting more out of it than I am, but that's that's okay. Um, I've still used it. I think I've used it like five times in like, I don't know, 12 days or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'll take it. It's good. But the lessons or the classes, one of the guys that does these classes, he's he's flirting with the camera. Jeff, he's hitting on the camera, like, like actively, like he's like, he'll go, <laughs> yeah, and then he'll like smirk and wink at the camera, and it's, ah. I'm a married man, Jeff, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is a real thing. He's like straight giving me vibes, uh, like, it's like a single person in a club in a movie, like, not just, like, it's, it's way extra, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do it. It makes I, me I uncomfortable. Come, so I do agree. I will come to their defense. Uh, there's like a bazillion people that do uh, rides on there. So you can find people that are less that way. But I, I, and, I, and I also, I don't want to, I'm not taking anything away. If I had to be sweaty and tired while on camera to hundreds of thousands of people or whatever it is, <laughs> that would make me uncomfortable. And I'd probably do things and you probably want to project <laughs> confidence. But like... Could you not like laugh, smirk, and wink in that order? Could you not? <laughs> not the move, please. Oh, Nick. <laughs> can, uh, like, 30 seconds ago was a really good time before I had that mental image of you doing <laughs> a Peloton class. Can we, can we go back to, uh, to that time? Yeah, I would. I, yeah, let's go back. Um, I never want to lead one, and I never will, and I will never wink at you through the camera. Yeah, th- yeah thank you for clarifying that. That I'm helps also probably a lot to not over- think about it. I'm probably also, you know, over, like, you know, emphasizing this, the winks and crap, but this guy's done it multiple times, is all I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it's like, gosh. <laughs> this is a really good topic. I did, I did a lot of, I thought a lot about this one. This a, <laughs> you did great. Okay, but, like, legitimately, uh, any uh, Peloton spouses out there, uh, I don't know what the demographic looks like, but uh, of our listeners... If you are a person who has access to a Peloton bike or the Peloton app, I'm telling you, you you want to hang some crap, Nick, and I I will give that some credence. Like it is a little bit cringy at times, but oh, yeah. there but- there there are legitimately if you if you could do the work to find them, some really good rides. The Hamilton ride is fantastic, and the Queen ride, uh, which came out right be- before uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie came out. Oh, nice. Um, those are both. The freaking nominal. So you should go 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 do that, Mister California Mountain Biking Guru. Totally. No, yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I I'm super into that, and I'm not, I'm not trying to actually like. Yeah. This is, I I also totally get the the point. And like I said, if I was on camera, I would probably like probably just try to make everybody comfortable and project con- confidence and like yeah. Also, uh, regardless of us uh, being butts about the whole thing, it apparently has inspired like an entire group of people to be super uh, fit, like into fitness more than they would have been otherwise. Like my wife has freaking done, I, I think she said in a group chat, like 350 rides now or something crazy. That's crazy, right? Like that. That's insane. That's awesome. In like a year and a couple months. Which I'm not sure if you're aware of the number of days in a year, Nick, but there's only so many. Hold on. And like like I said, I've only done like five of those rides, so <laughs> <laughs> the rest are probably hers. Jen made it very abundantly clear that we needed to have separate profiles. <laughs> not being lumped in with my bullcrap. You oh, want to do a 10-minute awesome. let's ride? What's wrong with you? You're not ruining my stats. Uh, no, it's not fair. Great. I don't know why. She just Keep at it, Jen. <laughs> Keep at it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But seriously, it's 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 a genuinely good thing. Like that's awesome because like if more people are into fitness at all, that is like just better for our whole freaking world. I think you know, it's, there's probably an, like they're not probably there's a level where you can go too far and have an unhealthy obsession with anything related to fitness or body image or whatever. But like for the most part, we're probably better off if we're all working out a little bit more. Probably all live a little longer and feel a little better. So, Nick, I would like to talk to you about Tony Hawk. Have you heard of Tony Hawk before? Once or twice I have heard of Tony Hawk. Yeah. So, he t- that's the that's the guy that's a bird, right? 
Uh, yeah, he can fly like uh, cool. like a sparrow Sick. or yeah, something. Sick. Pretty yeah. cool. No, okay. So so Tony Hawk, he was a, a a pro skater when he was I don't know, like fourteen years old. Like he was super super young, and it really wasn't a thing that was a career, at least not in a lucrative sense, until uh, the X Games were a thing. And he was a when Tony when Tony started out the the pro skate scene was like very very uh, amateur esque right like I'm not saying that to, to diss on that I just mean that it wasn't a like international national thing where people were flying out to turn uh, to tournaments and stuff right it was very like certainly not uh, immature. certainly not a, like there there was no international competitive scene at least that I'm right. aware of like it's it immature was, is a better way to put it I think. But yeah. uh, I, I said amateurish. That's, that's just me searching for the word, and it's not fair to the, those uh, skaters. But yeah. So this sort of thing, the, the same sort of stuff was happening in BMX at the same time, and probably other things that I'm not super in tune to. But the uh, the X Games were created, and I think it was 95 that the first X Games happened. And that was when Tony Hawk really uh, dove into the scene. The 95 X Games were a little bit before my time, which I can only assume that as a person who would have been the age of my son at the time, uh, also was not super no, aware I of. actually competed in the 95 X Games. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, as a yeah. four-year-old. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm very Continue. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, but the, the next X Games, or at least I think the next X Games, I'm not exactly an X Games expert, but the... The 99 and going into 2000s, I really, really remember how much Tony Hawk had uh, a hold on our attention those years. At that point, I would have been uh, 10-ish years old, and I was getting into video games. Video games were becoming more and more of a thing of our uh, daily lives as a, a kid in that time, and... A couple things. I mean, he happened. was ubiquitous with skating at the time, right? Like, I mean, he was like 100% what you associated with pro skating at the time, right? Well, because before that, pro skating was a concept that was unheard of. Like, right. he, he was pro skating because pro skating before then was literally nothing. It was not a thing. And in the 99X Games, there were a couple things that were happening. I mean, he certainly... Okay, I, I do want to give credence to the fact that in the 95X Games or whenever it was, he he made a name for himself and got himself onto the scene, and that kind of set up all the things that uh, would happen thereafter. But in the 99X Games, a few things had happened, and all of them were very impactful to me uh, at as a young, very, uh, not even a preteen at that point. I was, I was 10 years old. Uh, I, at that point had, I don't remember exactly when this had happened, but this would have been in the, uh, the Napster times. Uh, I think this is, uh, what's the statute of limitations on illegal downloads of highlights of things? Jeffrey, (laughs) did you use Napster to illegally download? (laughs) Oh, it was at my grandparents' house because our internet was way, way, way too slow for that. And you made your grandparents an accessory to the crime? Yeah. I mean, which I think you could probably tie the same sort of things that I enjoy doing this podcast to the same sort of things that I enjoyed doing then, uh, which was I made highlight videos of really cool sports-ish things that I thought were cool back then. It will be no surprise, Nick, mm-hmm, given mm-hmm. the topics of these podcasts and the timing of this uh, topic. I had a lot of uh, Michael Jordan things. Uh, I had also, though, some Tony Hawk things. And oh. in that, I had Tony Hawk's first 900 that he pulled off. Are you aware of like what this was like then? Like you would have been too young to have known it at the time, but are you in post and uh, yeah. aware of what all happened? So like, uh, I'm aware that he landed the first 900 ever. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't in a tournament, right? Or it wasn't in X, X Games, right? It was. Uh... So it it was at the X Games. Uh, okay. You, but what happened was. So there was I and I like I'm saying this like as the ten year old reporter in me like yep, this is okay. the thing that I remember. Well, I mean, he, yeah. it was made aware before going into the X Games that he was going to attempt the 900. Yes, 
and he failed like three times and maybe it was like four times or something like that. And it got to the point where he was over time on doing the trick. So he was certainly going to lose because he had literally just crashed like four or five, six times or whatever. But, but he just kept going. He just kept going. All of his competitors were egging him on to keep trying. And the entire crowd, like, which for, for today's standards and honestly by most sports standards, like the crowd that he had, especially for such an indie sport as uh, skateboarding, was ridiculous. And everybody was so into everything that was going on. He, he tried again, he tried again, and he failed. This is like completely unheard of, allowing a person to keep going uh, in a skateboarding competition. Obviously, in X Games, it was a very young sport, but also completely, completely unprecedented. And But he was such a big name and was such a huge reason why this sort of thing even existed in the first place that like the crowd and his competitors kept cheering him on. I, I, it was like the ninth or tenth or eleventh attempt after like getting cheered on by all these people. He hit the nine hundred, like grazed off the ground with one of his arms, uh, but basically landed it cleanly. And the crowd went crazy. Everybody went crazy. It was like Jordan won his sixth title. Like <laughs> it was literally amazing, especially considering we're talking about skateboarding here. And so, something that I love about like about non team sports and just like just non traditional sports, I guess, or extreme sports or whatever, is this like it, at their best, they have a lot of purity. That's not just the 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 competitive drive part. Um, I think that you know basketball and football, you wouldn't see people egging on. Like, I mean, you can in, like, yeah. very exhibition-esque moments of, like, you know, when Kobe had his last game and he was, you know, just taking shot after shot, the other teams put cool with him. But if tomorrow Steph made 12 threes or 13 threes and he was like, okay, is he going to hit the 14th one? The dudes on the other team are going to be trying to get the ball yeah. out of his damn hands, yeah. right? And you'll never see that with – not never see that, but you don't usually see that. The same thing is true of – uh, I mean, mountain biking, but also uh, skateboarding was definitely my experience with skateboarding growing up that people were way more supportive of people who could be like, quote unquote, their competitors. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, BMX and uh, motocross. But sorry, keep going. Well, and another one I'll say, which is kind of the the opposite season, but uh, Sean White and snowboarding. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if you're super 100%. aware of all that stuff, but it's almost a guarantee that I will talk about Sean White at some point. Good, because I like Sean White, but I don't like Sean White. Kind of came into I so for for you and like I don't know. We've talked about this much, but uh, the my friends in high school were all like not all, but like a lot of my my good friends in high school skated, and I knew people who skated competitively and stuff. And I skated very poorly, very very poorly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I could do a kickflip at some point in my life. So there you go. Oh wow! I know You're better right? than I the better I, than I ever did. It only took me like a year. I did own a skateboard though because of Tony Hawk, no less. Bam, bam. It, it's very. It was very good for a Northern California kid. It was like, okay, well, how am I going to get around? It's either a bike or a, it's, a, you know, we're all in these tiny little towns that are also a pain in the ass to get across town. So, but anyway, you know, more importantly, do you know Sean White's quote where he's <laughs> on on air and uh, asked asked about something about drinking or something like that? And he's like, yeah, Mountain Dew baby or something like that. <laughs> answer no i don't know i don't know but i love that oh, idea that he's just responsible yeah i drink mountain dew mountain dew baby <laughs> it was like so smooth and so perfect because he like, was a competitor at a very young age right yeah he, he was a very young young man who should not have been drinking oh good uh, but uh came up with that really good comeback which i thought so, was perfect it was really good um so i i think sean white basically just missed me by like you know, a couple of years kind of thing. I think he's, he, I kind of paid attention a little bit to um, skateboarding in like, I want to say like 06, 07, maybe 08, but I think that I basically missed Sean White's skating career by like an inch, you know? It was really cool um, as a person who saw him in his prime and then he had his, he had a good run here lately. I don't even remember. It would have been probably 2018 because I think the Summer Olympics were supposed to be this year, or 2020, and got delayed, so it would have been 2018. I'm not sure if that's correct, but uh, 
he had a good run then. Um, I will cool. hop though in some other things, and this may be another thing that uh, predates you a little bit. But I'm curious to get your thoughts because I know you uh, have heard of video games before. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was my jam. I was obsessed with Tony Hawk Pro okay, Skater. Okay, I was obsessed so with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. We, we haven't gotten to that yet. But uh, <laughs> okay, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the first one, uh, was going to be released or was released right around the time that Tony Hawk hit his first 900. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which wasn't was that like all- his special trick or was that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 where they had like the ultra tricks or whatever the hell? So I, I think- don't know. I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 was when the 900 was like a thing that you could do uh, and was like a thing that mattered because okay. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 was before anybody had officially in the X Games or on film where it wasn't cut off a little bit early uh, had actually landed the 900. Gotcha. Um, so that was a big focus of that. I, Nick, played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss for words for the number right, of hours. Right. When you think about it, like you're like, okay, so I was a kid. I probably played it basically every day. I had zero responsibilities. Uh, yeah. Uh, thousand hours. Easy. More probably. And like, there's a lot of things that I like. A lot of games that I look back on of like, oh man, I really enjoyed uh, the the time I spent doing that. I don't think there is a better example, though, of something that if I were to jump back into today, that I would have, like, I would have, I would have so much fun if I could go back and just spend an entire day playing freaking Tony Knox Pro Skater. Like, okay, what so a great game. Genuinely, <sighs> the next time I see you, we're going to play Tony Knox Pro Skater, because I'm completely with you. I, I played, I played one a lot. I played two some, but um i didn't always get uh the the video games that i wanted so like my parents didn't understand <laughs> like I, I, this is not like me complaining like oh i had a hard life growing up i didn't but like my parents didn't get it like they're like we already got you tony hawk pro skater what do you i <laughs> so there's funny funny couple stories here so at first i could not remember which one that it was that i played like seven hundred thousand hours of uh, and I had to go to YouTube to see which one it was. That took about 0.4 seconds to figure that out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, this one with the music that is literally ingrained in my brain for the rest of my life. That's um, fantastic. My wife also played a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, funny enough. Uh, however, similar to you, <laughs> she did not have uh, a understand or didn't have uh, parents with an understanding of uh, you know, we want to play the cool game. She played the demo version of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> <laughs> which had wait, the wait, first level I think and I like one song. That's what I was gonna say. You could just play the first level. The first yeah. level was sick. What do you what's the problem, man? We're chilling. <laughs> yeah, oh so play play the first level on PS1 like a thousand times or something like that. Um I really Though the thing that I loved so much about that, and there are there's one other game, and I won't talk about it, but uh, I really, really loved the course creation aspect of yes. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, and I spent I like an ungodly amount of time designing courses that would be things that me and my friends would compete on, and had like so many different unique things about them. I think that is like I like creative outlets a lot. I've yep. done writing over the years. I've done podcasts over the years. If you're not aware, uh, but you did? I I do think that game design is a thing that is something I'll never do from a uh, money making professional level. But I do genuinely love the parts that go into that. I loved that so 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 much. Because there's so that was such a good game designer thing, and we're talking about something that was made 18 years ago or something like that, ridiculously long ago, yeah. way like before something like, I mean, what would have been the equivalent to that, uh, like a competitor to game design inside of a game like Little Big Planet back in 2006 or so? I guess, yeah, maybe, but like completely different sort of thing. And I mean, obviously Mario Maker and stuff like that these days. And I just 
for its time, the level design that you could do was so ahead of yeah, unbelievably ahead of the time. Like the amount of tools you had, yeah, I completely agree. And I so like the whole game itself, I absolutely think is like one of the most fun things ever. I think though the amount of fun that we got from levels that we or myself designed literally could have been a game in and of itself like we had so much fun doing that sort of thing and trying to string together ridiculously long tricks yeah uh, like i i look back on that with such fond memories it was so, i don't know i i really really feel like those games are really good i feel like they got launched absolutely into the stratosphere because of the timing between the first release and tony hawk like propelling himself into the stratosphere with him landing the 900 yep uh like that was such a cool time with such a weird thing because like there were lots of other games too like i don't know you probably would have been a little bit too young again but there were snowboarding games and wakeboarding games at that exact same time i I, completely i mean i i I was probably a little young but like that stuff hit my family's like interest yeah. in video games like super hard so like we had all those n64 games or my cousins had those n64 games you know what yep. i mean but but they splashed and i li- like i don't think it was particularly necessary I, I don't think it was necessarily because of the gameplay i think it was no. because of the combination of the gameplay plus the plus the person like literally hitting their peak uh, right. during the exact time that it was getting released and he was an awesome ambassador who was like likable and fun and like just a, a lot of stuff and i i completely am with you did you play dave mira freestyle by the way the 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 game that wishes it was as good as tony hawk pro skater but i loved it i loved it, it was a, no no it was i a, didn't it's a bmx but oh but no, frick, I, yes no i did but funnily enough it was also <laughs> the demo version kind of like my wife played <laughs> i played Respect. the demo version it. of that i uh, loved it it was really good no, oh, uh, yeah. was it made by the same people? Uh you know, it I felt like I it kind of was. Yeah, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Let's let's ask Google. No, it wasn't. It wasn't oh, created by the same. Well, so what I will say, uh, let me let me not belabor the 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 topic too long, but let me say uh, one. Did you know that I've been to several X Games? Uh, absolutely no. I I have not known this to be <laughs> yeah. a thing. Yeah. So uh, let's let's stop a so, second and talk about this. So my co- my cousins live uh, in LA County, and uh, I used to spend the summer, uh, or not the summer, but like parts of the summer with my cousins. Some of my parents would go on like their you know anniversary trips or whatever, and I'd spend it with my cousins. Mm-hmm. And my cousin is really really big into motocross. Like I think he still rides. He did like amateur races and stuff, but he's really big into motocross. So we watched um, the the I think. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm sorry. I, I am that guy. Okay. X Games 9 and 10 were both in LA and, uh, or in the general area of LA. <laughs> but we watched, um, I watched Travis Pastrana win gold in Moto X Freestyle as like a, uh, like 12 year old, which was, was that insanely like when, cool. Was it was like the year that he did the backflips. I think so. Because I was like, I, I do so I I've never watched any of that at all, but I do remember watching the year that he did the double backflip or whatever it was. I don't know if it was the year he did the double backflip because I think it's before that. Um, here, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Okay, let's look it up. Um, okay, so the so he did his first ever backflip on a motorcycle in two thousand, but broke his foot. Uh, but he did not do it. Uh, he did not. Uh, it wasn't the first time, but I do think he did a um a backflip because he was out with an injury and it was like, everyone knew he was the best. Like we came to watch Travis Pastrana. Everybody around us was like, Oh yeah, this guy's just, we're just waiting for this guy to come out here and just amaze us all. You know, it was like his showing out kind of thing of like, Oh, he was hurt for a while, but everyone knows he's, he's the, the, uh, the best in motocross freestyle. And I I say that as somebody not knowledgeable. He did a double backflip at X games 12 in 2011. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a, I, I was I'm pretty sure I was there in 03 and 04. Like I I am looking at these and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so we're really close. Only only eight years off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Okay. Um but no, he he landed in X Games twelve at uh, two thousand six, Jeff. We're only three years off. Two oh, years I'm off. sorry. You're, that you're was good. that was when this video was posted to YouTube. <laughs> fair, fair. 
Uh, but uh, it was super de- cool. Details, details. Yeah, no, super cool. Yeah. This also says that Chad Muska won Street. I didn't. I didn't get to watch uh, Skateboard Vert, which is what I would like wanted to go there for. But like nobody else seemed to be, or it like was hard for us to get over there. Or it was like something. I forget what it was. Uh, but then I di- I do think I remember watching Chad Muska win uh, Skateboard Street, which was super cool. Um, Chad Muska was a badass from uh, who I liked a lot from uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Games, and. The other thing I'll say with the X Games is I still think one of my favorite, favorite sports moments in anything ever, and this goes to that same point of uh, of the community and like the vibe of uh, these kinds of sports being very different, is the 2000, I looked it up before this, but I saw your, your notes, um, the, the X Games 7 uh, vert run by Bob Burnquist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wins gold on a nearly flawless run where he's basically just riding fakie the whole time. And the person he beat, Bucky Lassick, had had the best score ever in X Games uh, vert at that point, I think, uh, before that. And he had to, like, go crazy to win it. And the point being that Bucky Lassick is, like, good friends with Bob Hernquist. So yep. when he wins it, like, Bucky's just as excited as anybody else, even though he just got silver instead of, you know what I mean? He just, like, rushes the court, uh, or not the court, the, the halfpipe, and is just as excited as anyone else. And if anyone needs to see something just, like, super fun and hype and just all of the energy that you'd ever want from sports and uh, community and crap like that, it just just seriously insanely fun stuff is you should look up bob burnquist wins uh skateboard vert gold because it's so good it's like two minutes long and you will not regret it it's just all kinds of hype i will have to check that out honestly i've probably seen it before but i'd be happy to check it out again um fair so i I want a couple last things uh, as we close this out uh one of the things i i didn't even know how else to talk about this other than just to say what it is the half pipe sound from skateboarders as they are prepping for a trick like the 900 or whatever where it's a very like they're not trying to do anything special they're just doing the up and back uh like the 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 sound of the wheels going up and then the click click and click click as they land is like the most cathartic thing ever yep yeah, like it sounds so so nice. I like it seems so weird to even say that. So, but. uh, like I I'm completely with you, and uh, I I will let you know that that is true across like every other kinds of extreme sport. Like, there's just a sound that is like associated with like the feel of it. Is the same thing with mountain biking. The same thing I think with snowboarding. I, I'm not as knowledgeable of snowboarding, but just like the sound of like carving on those uh, uh, mm-hmm. is just the the best thing in the world. It's like so satisfying and cathartic is right is it puts you in a oh like a mind space right and then the last thing i actually do have so many dang things i want to talk about but Good. like we're we're coming up on an hour so uh i do want to talk about this last tiny little bit which is uh nick if you're not aware which if you're looking at the show notes you certainly are at this point no uh, so, so Tony Hawk at age 30 or 31 or whatever it was, got his, uh, his, you know, intro into fame with the 900 and it has been done since then. There is in fact a, a kid who has landed a 1080 successfully at least one time, uh, during the pandemic where he's kind of focused on that. Uh, so it's going to become a thing that becomes more and more, uh, regular, but it's still very, very, very difficult. And in 2016, at the age of 48, he landed what he declared as his final 900. Could which... you go? Hold on, Tony, 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 go away. There's, there's not enough. <laughs> I know, I know, Tony's a listener. I, you know, we, we, I didn't want to yeah, mention yeah. this, but but go go away with your oh final one at 48. I I already feel like I'm breaking down now. I, it really is crazy and I don't really get that like how a a thing that is very difficult slash impossible like we're not even talking about highest of levels we're talking about potentially unachievable for most people uh, of a, a trick to do in an athletic sense to be a thing that isn't okay for most people to be doing, but yet here is a person who is dang near 50 years old and pulling it off for the last time. 
And like, if you watch yeah. the video of it, like the dude takes a beating, uh, but he pulls it off and he lands it. It is actually eerily similar to his first one where he kind of like grazes, like he kind of windmills his arms and grazes the ground as he's oh landing. Oh my God. Like, That's so appropriate. It, it, it really is the beautiful bookend of an absolutely beautiful career. But uh, not to say that he's done. I mean, the guy still does skateboarding things. But I just, I, we have lots of examples of people that have done things late into their careers that are, you know, exemplary. You know, we have Tom Brady who won the Super Bowl this year, as much as that hurts my. Okay, so Tom Brady doing the Super Bowl. Uh, or winning the Super Bowl out for forty-seven or whatever he is, it's pretty cool, I guess. And but uh, Tony Hawk doing a nine hundred, pretty cool. We're, we're can we talk about how Vince Carter can still do a three sixty dunk and he's like forty-three? Can you can stop? He, can you stop that? Like it's not okay. Really? I was actually, yeah, he I was can. actually asked he, that. he did a three sixty dunk. Yeah, he did a three sixty dunk last year. I'm pretty sure, like before he retired. And I, I am sitting there like you look. The way that you're jumping almost makes you look like you're old, like older than 43, and yet you're still doing a 360 dunk, and you're not that tall. He's not like a freak tall. Oh, it pisses me off. He's amazing. It's unbelievable what these athletes do, man. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to share one uh, Vince Carter-related anecdote, and then I'm going to share one last uh, Tony Hawk anecdote, and then we're going to call it good. Okay. Uh, I... So I mentioned earlier on that uh, I had perhaps uh, engaged in some slightly illegal activity when it came to <laughs> creating highlights of different sporting events. Uh, we won't get into the details. For shame. For, for shame. For shame. I want to uh, let you know that you you had Napster, um, but I, I just want to let you know that until I was like, two th- until like 2008 or nine that we had viruses on our like family computer from my sister using Kaza and LimeWire. Like 100%, 100% it was from Kaza. Like I I will die, I will go down fighting her. <laughs> she put viruses on the, the family computer. It does seem likely. Like in all fairness, that, that, that does seem likely. Yeah. So anyways, go ahead. Okay. So I had back in this so i made the highlight video i think in that highlight video and this may not all be true uh based on the timeline of things but there was a the 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 clip of tiger woods uh pitching in one of the most ridiculous shots of all time uh i'm not sure if you are, already know what i'm talking about but if you don't i'll send it to you after in post uh there was michael jordan doing michael jordan things there was <laughs> there was Tony Hawk landing the 900, and uh, then there was Vince Carter jumping over the seven foot guy in the Olympics. Like Which, that was. Go ahead. <laughs> no, just just the the what was his name? Frederick Weiss or something like that. That's poor guy. That dude. I. That's uh, he sent him into the. You he, sh- he sent him into a, the Phantom Realm. Like he really <laughs> did. He's not. He's not a person anymore. He's not allowed no. to be. His, I'm sorry, dude. That's that's a dude who's an Olympian. That is an Olympian whose career is to me defined as the dude that Vince Carter dunked over, dunked over, like went over as a human. That's not okay. It was so so ridiculous. Like I probably watched that clip seventy thousand times. Like I don't even know. I don't even know the number that I can say that is overestimating the number of times I've watched that clip. That's uh, completely fair, especially as a young man. Like. Because I'm not sure if you're aware, Nick, uh, Mr. Vince Carter is not the tallest uh, the guy on the block, but he can jump okay. He jumps pretty good. He jumps Turns pretty out. good. Um, the last thing I want to mention is I think that Tony Hawk has aged incredibly well, not from the standpoint of he can do a, a 900 into his 40s, but rather... I think that Tony Hawk is one of the coolest sub- celebrities that I've seen on the internet. Like, he is the most chill dude. Are you aware of uh, kind of his motifs? I've seen, some of, his fun- I've seen some of his funny uh, Twitter uh, stories and Twitter uh, responses to things, but nothing like, not anything okay. bigger. I, I haven't so, followed him recently. So, two things. One... He I'm is also not hilarious. Twitter, so. Yeah, me either. Well, a little bit more these days with the podcast, but he basically 
has this motif where he is very, <laughs> very open to the fact that he's in the skating scene occasionally and people mm. obviously know his name, but don't necessarily know who he is. And they will ask his name and he will say Tony and he'll say stuff like, uh, you know, yeah, I used to do some a lot of skateboarding stuff. And they're like, oh, Tony, like uh, like Tony Hawk. Haha, that's funny. And he's like, yeah, a lot like that. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's, there's there's lots of funny things about that. Um, I think I saw one where he like went to rent a car and he got there and they're like, oh, we canceled it. We thought we were getting those kids Trolled. playing prank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think my biggest takeaway with who he is as a person is very, very down to earth. And in a way that I don't think is disingenuine. Like, I do, I do feel like there are lots of celebrities that have that kind of uh, faux genuine. Like, I'm still definitely a person that's, uh, you know, I, I'm still definitely just like you guys. Like, <laughs> Expensive coffee, am I right? What's that go for these days? $600, <laughs> $700? Is it? Yeah, huh? but I, everything that I've seen about Tony Hawk is... He is the sort of person who is very much grounded and I don't know. It's, I, I have a very high threshold for what I think that sort of thing. Like my, my, my BS filter for that sort of thing is very, very high and he, he passes that. I think he is a genuinely good guy. He is a good dad and is, I think, a good role model for, pe- for people that want to do uh, good things in the sport that he uh, helped create as a thing that people can do as careers. Uh, I, I just, he seems like such a dang good person. And I would be remiss if we were to talk about all the things that uh, he's influenced throughout my life and video games and entertainment. Uh, but to tomorrow we're going to find out you've been embezzling money for 30 years. <laughs> just, <you know. laughs> as you say this now, like hundred <laughs> percent tomorrow, it's like, ah, He's been a secret criminal uh, the whole time. I would, I would, I would genuinely be heartbroken. <laughs> the craze. I don't want to get. Or he like runs the Illuminati or some nonsense. Just like the most. It's like God dang, you can't win. You can't win. <laughs> I like these athletes. Oh, and they don't. Man. They're not, not. They're not nice. Damn it. No, I, I do think uh, Tony's a good guy. Uh, I think so we'll too. See, I, we'll see if I'm wrong, but I, I, no, I. I I like seeing that sort of thing. I think he's like 50 something years in now at this point. Like yeah. I hope we hope that, that, you know, that we've got a pretty good sample size to, to know. Uh, it, like I, yeah, dude, I, I completely agree. He seems like just the, the awesome kind of ambassador that every sport wants. Right. And like that we want for kids that like are going to wa- look up to an athlete. Um, we shouldn't really care that much about the personality of our sports heroes and shouldn't let them, you know, parent our kids or, be our role models for values, but it is really awesome when one actually lives up to it and is grounded, kind, and yeah, by all means, humble and gracious. And yeah. And he's old enough now that he's had more than ample opportunity to screw it up. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that we'll, we'll put this one, <laughs> we'll put this one in the books uh, as a, as a win. Hey, before, before we do, uh, I just want to let you know that the reason that I wanted to go with the Tony Hawk one first is I was like, oh, we've barely recorded anything today, and we're gonna cut some stuff. Probably we should <laughs> we should do both topics, and I'll just do mine second. No, that's fun. I don't I don't mind. But we have an amazing power to talk about things for a long time, and I if we're if we're gonna devote that power to Tony Hawk, I'm totally cool with it. So and if you would like to pay for that power, you can support us at patreoncom forward slash What what a segue! Uh, just. <laughs> absolutely selfless plug just like tony would do um but seriously we super appreciate all you all that uh support us i hope you enjoy our patreon only podcast that we record right before this and you can always support us as well by sharing with a friend that is the absolute best way for this thing to grow i have had an absolutely enjoyable experience sharing multiple shows that i uh listen to and as well as as that has gone, I have also even more so had the absolute amazing benefit of hearing uh, just the reactions from people that have gotten this recommended to them. We have had multiple topics recommended from this show uh, from our Patreons and other people. And I really, really think that that is a awesome thing. 
Nick and I can only spend so many hours in the day thinking of dumb things to talk about. So if you have anything that you would like to to chat about, uh, we'd be happy to hear about it at tywasap at gmail.com. Definitely check us out there and uh, at tywasap on anywhere that social media is a thing. <laughs> uh, I will say, actually, I don't. I don't want to get too far away from it before I make this amazing, funny joke. Is that I can actually come up with a, ma- a million dumb topics. Just you guys don't want to listen to them. Okay, so you're you're saving it's yourselves true. from the, me. The amount of things that I have to edit out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, and the amount of ideas on... that like that Jeff has to shoot down. I you know at one Anywhere time I just Snapchat Nick. Gosh dang it! I, shut I, up! I, I'm I, trying to finish my thing. You know, Jeff once came to me and was just like, and I told him. It, Jeff, what are your thoughts on birds? And he just was like, that can't be a topic, Nick. And hey, hey, <laughs> hey. That hey. turned into a great topic. I'm sorry. But continue. Why don't you do your outro? You're, you're good. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not distracted at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Share with friends. We really appreciate you. Uh, that last part was genuine. The, the part before that was because Nick is a jerk. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to pod with me, Nick, I guess. Yeah, uh, you're that- welcome. And thank you all so much for listening. This has been the year we started the podcast. You're the worst. <laughs> I got it backwards, too. I apologize. I f***ed it up. And <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>